Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Damien Christoph and Dr. Brett Hill. Hey Brett, this episode's brought to you by Forage. Forage, love my Forage cereal, Damo, my Forage Paleo. With uh, such a great way to start the day, I make my little homemade almond meal, uh, almond milk, I should say. I put some uh, strawberries on it. It's beautiful. Yum, 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 yum. Yeah, I love forage. Um, I created it with your health in mind, and obviously I created paleo because you told me to, and uh, (laughs) thank you so much for that. But this episode is brought to you by Forage. It's a great tasting, incredibly healthy, no-edit nasty muesli range that uh, I created to help you stay well. So if you want to see more about it, go to www.foragecereal.com. Hi guys, David here. And Brett here. Ah, oh, Bretto. That was a nice interview. Goody. Good interview. Can't wait to share this one. I know, I know. Look guys, we uh, we chatted with Daniel Angelini. He's uh, the inventor of the Movie Workspace, which is a, a stand-up desk. And now, you might have heard the 100 Not Out episode uh, with Daniel and Marcus and I, and it was great. It was great. But this was a ripper. Like, Brett and I bounced off each other, as we always do. Brett gets stuck into me. It's uh, it's quite interesting. <laughs> He's made a, a prediction, um, and you will all know the uh, the result of whether or not Brett or myself was, uh, was correct in the prediction. I hope Brett's wrong, by the way. Um, and you know what we mean Me when you hear it. Me too, Damo. <laughs> yeah, we'll soon find out. Hey, but Bretto, uh, some really exciting things to come out of this uh, this particular podcast. Obviously, the understanding of the need to move when you're actually in your workspace as opposed to sitting down. Yeah. That's a big deal. Well, it's stuff that we love talking about, Damo. Obviously, being chiropractors, we're passionate about keeping the body moving, keeping the joints moving, keeping the nervous system firing. And we know that when you're sitting down, it, none of that happens as well as when you're standing standing up and moving around. So, it's a great topic. It's a really important topic. Yeah. We're going to talk about some of the research behind it, but yeah. also some of the ways to avoid it, which are really important. Yeah. Avoid what? Avoid sitting too much. Oh, avoid sitting. Yes. I was thinking, what are we avoiding? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's that. Now, also, if you go to the website, moviworkspace.com and then click on the book area, and if you type in the, uh, the special code TWG, you can get a free book. So, instead of actually having to pay for the book, which, you know... Everyone loves free stuff. If you go to movieworkspace.com, go to book and then type in TWG, as in the wellness guys, TWG, you'll get a free book download, which is kind of cool. And then, uh, and if you really love the idea of getting a, a, a mobile workspace or a stand-up desk, then click on it and get one. And uh, and, and I think that you'll, uh, you'll absolutely love it. It's a really beautiful looking workspace. I'm sure you'll like it. Nice work, Damo. See a little Oprah Winfrey moment. Everyone gets a free book. It was great. <laughs> oh, I've still got it. I've still got it. Hey, uh, Bretto, I'm sure everyone's going to enjoy this interview. Uh, let's get stuck in it, shall we? Done. G'day, Bretto. G'day, Damo. Bit excited, mate. Oh, mate, I'll tell you what. <laughs> by the time, by the... Apart from date stamping this podcast, I, I am so excited about um, <laughs> Rich Brent tomorrow taking on Adelaide I know. in the grand final. Well, by the time everyone listens to this podcast, they'll know the result. So they'll know whether you're, you know, excited for no reason or whether you're justifiably excited. They'll they'll be all over it. I know, I know. So before we get going, Damo, yes. you know, margin winner, go uh, on, give I'm us a tip so that Richmond, we can laugh at you when everyone listens to this. Richmond by twenty points. Nice. All right. That's good. what are you saying, Brito? <sighs> I think the Crows have got you, Damo. I, I hate to say it, being mm. a port man, but mm. I reckon the Crows by 40 points. 40? Oh, I, feel, I feel dirty even saying it. Yeah, you're dirty. You are dirty. All right, well, we'll <laughs> soon find out. Hey, we're joined by a bloke um, that I've met once before uh, on, a, on another podcast. I, I did a podcast with Marcus Pierce on 100 Not Out, 
and uh, we spoke about the need and the uh, the requirement for people to keep on moving and the benefits of a stand-up desk. Anyway, we invited Dan to come and join us on the Wellness Guys because it's a big message. It's a really important thing. I think it's really important that people get up and move around. They don't stand around. And originally, Dan worked in the IT industry for about 12 years with some of the big companies in Australia like Telstra, ANZ, and more more recently, Uber. I was just actually checking out Uber just then because I was thinking, how am I going to get home from the MCG tomorrow? Uh, and now I know I'm going to go by Uber. But um, and that that obviously means I'm not being a wellness guy tomorrow, right? Let's just put it out there. Uh, but Daniel's gone on to write a remarkable book titled "The uh, The Sitting Epidemic" and the incredible Moby Stand Up Desk is his new um, invention, which is exciting. So I think he's got some great things. So we're going to chat with Dan today. Dan, welcome to the Wellness Guys. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks for having me, and thank you for that very warm intro. Oh, Dan, it's great to have you back on here. It's really good to chat. I, was, I really enjoyed our interview that we did on 100 Not Out, and uh, I'm looking forward to tonight as well. And recently, Dan's gone on to write a remarkable book titled The Sitting Epidemic, and he's gone on to invent this incredible Movi stand-up desk. Dan, how did you get into working out that a stand-up desk would be a great idea? Yeah, I started getting really interested in this space probably about four or five years ago now, and it came from um, some some problems that I was having physically and, and that were sort of present in my friends and family with uh, being in the office all the time, having lower back pain and having these sort of issues that were coming from sitting. So that got me spun out into this research um, sort of mission, and it was just out of curiosity originally at the time. Um, and it got me started on using a standing desk and uh, originally, it was just a DIY thing, some IKEA bits and pieces that I put together and brought into the office, and it started a bit of interest in the office, and it sort of grew from there and sparked my interest quite a bit. And there was all this research pointing to um, a lot of the health risks that are coming from physical inactivity. Um, you know, we've seen over the last four or five years, lots of publications coming out of the US and some of the best sort of medical institutes in the world talking about how much we need to get moving more because as a society we're we're just moving less and less with technology in the way we we sort of run our modern lives but what i found was that there was nothing that really suited users well people weren't comfortable using these products because they weren't designed to be very convenient so there's all this research there's this big problem we're sitting too much we're not moving enough um you know there are these products out there but then from what we what we found in the uh, design process when we we're testing all these different products and doing observation in, in the office was after a couple of weeks, people just sit back down again um, because they, they found that what they were using wasn't really suiting how they work and it was making them compromise the way they work. So it was a, it was, it's been a bit, bit of a journey and we're finally at that point now where we're, uh, we're kicking off our product and, and bringing it to life essentially, um, you know, bringing it to manufacture and, and getting it out there quite soon. So it's, uh, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. It is really exciting, mate, and we definitely will get into talking a little bit more about the product as we go forwards, but I'd love to talk a little bit about the research to start with because, you know, we see all this research coming out and you hear the headlines and they say things like sitting is worse than smoking, and my experience is that a lot of people just kind of don't get that. Like, they, they hear it and they say, oh, wow, that you know, sitting's obviously really bad, it's bad for our health, but they don't see how sitting could possibly be as unhealthy as smoking because they're like, well, I'm just sitting here, I'm not really doing anything too bad. Um, so, can you give us a bit of an insight into what you found with the research into why sitting is so bad for us? 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, the, the first thing that really shocked me was um, this stat that I came across from the World, World Health Organization, and it was published back in 2013, and it's saying that uh, physical inactivity is now the fourth leading risk factor of death globally. So there's a lot of problems that are happening as a result of that that are causing this, this issue to be such a massive thing. And what's happening is that it's impacting every part of our body, our lower back, our circulation, our breathing, uh, our posture, our internal organs, all these sort of different dynamics when we're sitting for you know, long periods of time or we're sitting for, uh, you know, 11, 12, 13 hours a day, which it's not that hard to do when you think about all the time you spend in the car, when you're at work, when you're eating meals and that sort of thing. You clock up these hours and we don't even realise we're doing it. So all of this research is out there and, and we delved into so much of that uh, and put that into the book and we also went out and chatted to a lot of different health experts to, to verify that and get their thoughts about it. And essentially the conclusion is that, our bodies are designed for movement, and um, I'm sure both of you guys can can talk about that as well. You know, we're, we've got this machine that is designed for movement, and as soon as we stop moving, that's when problems happen, and that's when things start to go wrong. So there's nothing wrong with, with sitting down. Sitting down is fine as long as we're doing it in moderation, and ideally what we want to be doing is sitting, standing, and moving and changing our posture as much as possible. That keeps us us, us sort of flowing, keeps the circulation going, keeps the body moving, keeps everything working well together. It's a great point, mate. And there's a uh, there's a very famous speaker in Australia, is a doctor, Doctor John Dickel, and he he talks about uh, inactivity and um, and 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 the disease associated with that, and the risk of heart attack and all that sort of thing. And one of the questions he asks is, "Did you take a twelve hour flight?" today in other words did you sit down on your bum for like 12 hours a day you know today and uh, and a lot of people will wake up in the morning and they'll walk to the breakfast table to sit down to have breakfast and they'll walk to the next closest thing to then sit down again to do the next close you know the next thing and you know when you do the maths on that a lot of people will probably sit for about 90 or maybe sit or lie down for about 90 percent of their whole life it's, it's quite incredible how much that actually is. And the CAA, the Chiropractic Association of Australia, did a program a couple of years ago, Brett. You'll probably remember that. It was, uh, you know, get up and move. Yeah. And, and I remember well, And I remember the research they did said that the average office worker was sitting for 16 hours a day. Yeah, it was amazing. Full on, full on, which mm. basically left like an hour and a bit of, of dedicated time to go and do some exercise, you know, some mindful, you know, purposeful mm. exercise, which is a, yeah, a huge problem. But if you can incorporate that into your lifestyle, then obviously that's... That's a that's a really really you know important For sure really important thing. definitely and that was that was the really appealing thing to me when I came across this I mean it's really difficult to say um, you know change your career or change the way uh, you know your, your job or whatever it might be a lot of us the reality is we're in the office we're in front of a computer for countless hours every day and that's kind of the way we work and that's just the way modern life is is moving so if we can start to change the way we work and we can actually introduce movement into our work day it seems like the easiest way to get that health benefit without having to you know squeeze more time in to your morning or afternoon or or weekend when we're all kind of time for these days um but we're at we're in the office anyway so that, that was that was the really appealing thing to me that sent me off on this journey of okay let's rethink what we're doing on a daily basis because 
as you say, you know, it's it's pretty unassuming that it's actually that bad for you, but we know now from the research that it really is. Yeah, oh, absolutely. In my practice, we've got a stand-up desk, and uh, and the reason why we've got a stand-up desk is because I didn't want the team to be sitting down behind the front desk because just it not that it promotes laziness, but it kind of means that you're not moving around, and I, I didn't want our team to be not moving around in my practice. So I've got a stand-up desk, but it's a manual one. Of course, that comes with problems. We'll talk about that later on, but. I've noticed there's a really significant trend in the workplace, particularly in corporate, to move towards, um, I suppose, a non-fixed workspace. In other words, people can kind of share a workspace. They can go and sit at another desk or move to another stand-up area. Is is that good or is that bad? You know, what if someone's five foot two and they're working on a workspace that someone else is like six foot four or something? You know, is the, what's the story there? Yeah, sure. I think that's been a really big trend, um, you know, hot desking and more collaborative working environments over the last five, ten years. There's definitely a lot of benefits to it. I mean, it gets people interacting more, more, you know, face-to-face time, people up on their feet and moving around, moving around the office space and that sort of thing. So, it does definitely have its benefits. The biggest, uh, one of the biggest challenges there is actually behavior change. People tend to go back to their, their their existing spot or want to have their own sort of location in the office and you know we're creatures of habit so we tend to go back to those things um in terms of you know ergonomics and setup it's it's um it's actually something that's quite easy if people stop and, and realize what what they need to do um in a few steps you can understand the basics about desk setup and ergonomics so that when you are moving from place to place um, you can configure that workspace to suit you, but it's probably something where you know uh, uh, the um, the team there need to just provide some training so that you've got the basics because you see a lot of people um, using standing desks now, and you know they've got a laptop down on a on a standing desk platform, and they're looking right down, their neck's kind of hanging down, and and that's not good either. So it's it, it's great, but you know. It needs to be given with some instructions, and if, if they're not there, just like anything, um, then that can be misused or people might not get the full benefit of them. Yeah, well, that was going to be my next question, Daniel, because you see a lot of people in the offices uh, and in all sorts of workplaces trying to kind of do the DIY stand-up desk, and, and you see people yeah. that get out the old yellow pages and they stick stuff yeah. up, and they, and so you know, a lot of people try. Yeah, you know, they've sort of heard about the idea, they've read about it, they get the idea that you know maybe standing up might be better, maybe trying to improve my posture would be a good idea. Um, but my suspicion is that maybe they're not always doing it in the best possible way to help their body and to yeah. help themselves. So what do you yeah. see? Like what are the common errors people make when they're trying to set up their own, you know, homemade sure. stand-up desk? Look, I think, um, you know, starting out with something that's a cheap solution is not a bad way. That's how I started out because a lot of the time it's a big shift. You know, we've been sitting for so long. That's just what we do. And so people could be little bit skeptical or want to maybe try it first before they they jump into an investment and that's totally fine so you know i got an ikea coffee table or people use boxes and crates and all that sort of thing but the key things to remember are firstly with your elbows you've got to have your elbows at a a right angle so wherever your keyboard is at your um your elbows your wrists should all be straight lined with that so that should be a nice 90 degree angle um, in terms of the screen, the screen generally people leave them quite low. So you want to be looking at the top of the monitor um, with your eye line and then you can sort of look 
down slightly into the center of the screen. And the other thing to remember that's really important is also about your feet. Um, so making sure you've got your feet spaced out, sort of about hip width apart, and you're not leaning one side to the other too much and kind of putting too much weight on one foot or the other. And just making sure that you've also got the right footwear. So the flatter, the better. If you've got a concrete surface or a really hard surface, try and have something that softens that a little bit, like a, a mat or some carpet or something like that. Um, and for women as well, just to make sure that their footwear is is relatively flat if they're using heels and they're standing in front of a computer for a long period of time, then that's also going to create some issues too. So it's kind of those those three things, you, you, your feet and your posture there, your elbows at right angle and making sure the monitor is high enough so that you're you're sort of uh, looking straight ahead or slightly down. Oh, that's great advice. It's really good advice. Actually, um, the our, our outgoing wellness guy, Lawrence, who's a chiropractor, the first thing he studied was ergonomics. He actually studied that in Canada, and he was going to be an ergonomist. I didn't even know that was a, a profession until uh, he told us that he was going to be it. I think he invented it. Do you reckon, he invented a lot of words, actually, didn't he? Yeah, he might have made that word up, I reckon. Yeah, he kind of, he might reckon, have. But, you know, but he did have perfect posture, so it would be an appropriate nice. thing for Mr. Pepper to do. And porcelain skin and perfect hair. Like, he kind of had everything, didn't he? <laughs> everything. But it's a, it is an interesting thing because from a workplace perspective, uh, most people just give it a go. They kind of, you know, create a space. And, we, and Brett and I... As, as chiropractors, we often see people with sore necks and sore backs and that sort of thing, and we'll say, what's your office set up like? And they'll tell us how they sit, and you kind of shake your head wondering, oh, my gosh, uh, you know, workplace is still really doing this. It's quite an, you know, an incredible thing that not everybody's being well looked after. Is it the job of the individual to get one of these workstations or stand-up desks or, you know, is it is it something sure. that, you know, the, corp- the big corporate should be doing or workplace should be doing? Yeah. You know, I feel like we'll see a huge change in this space over the next five to ten years. And at the moment, some, um, you know, some employers are, are really forward-thinking and really embracing it. And um, generally, they're, you know, big companies with big budgets. I know companies like, um, you know, PwC have recently moved into a great new building in Melbourne and they've um, got the best possible sort of fit out and ergonomic work, workstations and that sort of thing. Same with Medibank down at the Docklands. And, um, you know, those sorts of companies are a bit more forward thinking with it. But they've also got the budget and and they, they drive the change. But um, for a lot of businesses out there, I think or for a lot, for a lot of a lot of people, I think it comes down to the individual. If the individual um, wants to make the change now, then I feel like the uh, same way I did originally when I got into it, it was something that I was really passionate about once I'd been informed about it and done my own research on it, and I just wanted to make the change straight away. So sometimes those changes internally can take a bit of time and, you know, you've got to go through a few different things and get approvals and all the rest. So, um I feel like if if people are really passionate about it, they should just go out there and, and do it and, and start and, you know, see what happens for themselves. I mean, I know when I got started with it, I felt like I had much better energy and, and better concentration, especially in the afternoon when you get those kind of afternoon slumps after eating. You don't really get that as much anymore because you're sort of burning that energy up rather than, you know, sitting and, and kind of getting that lethargic afternoon sort of um, time that you get when you're back in the office. So I found that um, there was just a lot of noticeable benefit, but um, it's, 
It's also an important thing to do it gradually as well if people are getting into it. It's definitely not something where you want to go from, you know, zero to 10 hours in a week because, um, you know, you, you'll curse that forever. <laughs> well, that was going to be my next question, Daniel, is, you know, how long should people be standing for? Like, is the ideal that people stand up for their entire day or is it that they stand up for some of the day and sit down for some of the day? And, and, as, and as you just sort of alluded to, how do they transition? So how much should they sure. start doing and how slowly should yeah. they transition to doing that more? Yeah, for sure. This is something we, we look at in depth in, in the book actually and um, it was kind of a bit of a mix of different feedback from different health experts and um, the conclusion of what they say is it's kind of like getting a gym program. You know, no one's got the same gym program. No two people have got exactly the same gym program. Everyone's got a tailored program for them. So it's a similar sort of things. There's a lot of factors in it to do with, you know, your fitness, your muscle tone, your um, if you've had any injuries, if you've got soreness, all those sort of factors. So um, the best thing to remember is to change your posture often. So speaking to um, Osteopathy Australia, they're, they're talking about changing posture every 30 to 40 minutes. Um, and that's a really key thing, even if it's a couple of minutes to just step away from the screen, stretch, um, you know, fill up your glass, whatever it might be, or sit and take a sitting break and then and then stand back up again. But in terms of how much time per day, it's generally good if people can start out with just a couple of hours and then gradually increase it from there over maybe, you know, a one-month or two-month period. Um, going from, you know, going sort of cold turkey on your chair is not a good idea either. And I think that's where sometimes you, you read things online, people say, oh, I didn't really really enjoyed it didn't work for me but there was not really a lot of guidance there so i would say just start out slowly if you if you do feel tired so you're on your feet and you're feeling tired there's, there's nothing wrong with taking a bit of a break and then you can gradually increase it from there and i think the other thing also is that um there's other ways to introduce movement into your day too so you can look at what you're doing you know throughout the day with meetings you we used to do uh, at Uber, we used to do stand-up meetings and walking meetings. So instead of sitting in a room side by side, running through something, we would we would walk around the block and talk about that for 20, min 20 minutes or half an hour. And that way we're incorporating more and more movement into the day. So those sorts of things are a great way to, to uh, combat that total, that big number of total sitting time that we have at the moment for most of us. Uh, that's, uh, that's again great advice just to, to pace it I, I remember Brett starting at CrossFit and Lawrence starting at CrossFit and um, and the pain that they went through uh, in, in starting <laughs> CrossFit you know the waddle that uh, occurred as a result of going high but it's like that you said that like yeah. it was past tense Dave yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> but the continuous how long have you, you know, been doing CrossFit for sorry Oh, you've been doing oh, it I think 12 I've been, months. You've been doing 12, 12 months, months yeah, 18 months, yeah. something like that. I don't get yeah. less sore. <laughs> it's, it's really good. I've, I, was, I, I was doing it from the start of the year. And I, as it was coming into winter, I found it was just – I was training in the morning. It's really hard to get moving and warmed up. 
but it's it's great stuff. Mm. Yeah, well, Lawrence has got Lawrence is very disciplined around, it, isn't he? he? hasn't He hasn't missed a time except for when he's been travelling, but he still exercises. Hey, Dan, I want to ask you about your book, mate, because you've you obviously you've got yeah. the workspace, you've got the movie workspace, which is great, which is you know the stand up desk, and you know I really think it's a great idea, and I'm actually really looking forward to getting my own. I've got to tell you, I'm looking forward to getting mine. Mm. But um, I want to know more about your book. What can people learn about in your book, The Sitting Epidemic? And you know, how did you get to writing that? Yeah, sure. The book actually came about unintentionally. Um, I was just sort of interested in finding out facts, um, speaking to a, a good friend of mine who's a doctor years ago, and I started, you know, um, jumping online, researching and, and, and flicking some of these um, sort of media media sort of articles across to him and he was saying you know well what's this based on what's the what's the source of this this is incredible and all that sort of stuff so i actually started digging much deeper and then came across a lot of these journals so in the book i've actually covered about close to 100 medical journals that all talk about the importance of movement and and the benefit that we get from standing up and moving more um but it, it actually just came about by reading these purely out of interest originally and then just sort of summarizing the facts around them because as I was coming across the, these these stats like one of them is you know when we're when we're sitting for 11 hours a day we increase our our chance of heart disease by 147 percent and stuff like that which I was just shocked by and I started summarizing these things and after maybe a year or two I had all of these content bits and pieces of summary and so I thought um, originally it was going to be for a website and I just thought this is way too much for a website. What do I do next? So because my background is in the office and um, as an individual who's in the office, not so much, I'm, you know, I'm not a chiropractor, I'm not, I'm not a health expert, I thought, okay, well, I need to go and talk to people who have got that medical background um, to see if what I've learned from all of this research is actually aligned to what the professionals think. So I started contacting different experts and, um, you know, it ranges from, um, from psychologists to exercise physiologists to spinal surgeons, a whole range of different experts, and then started interviewing them on this topic and, and talking about um, how they see the problem, how it, how it affects, um, you know, the, the patients that they see and, and those sorts of things. And, Everything was really aligned to what had come from the research and, um, you know, that, that big sort of summary is that sitting is doing a lot of damage and our body is really designed to move. And as a result of the way we live these days and technology and our fast-paced lives, we're sort of not really aware of uh, how much sitting time we're doing and accumulating every day. So it was... It was, a, it was an interesting process. I didn't really set out to start, set out to write a book originally, um, and then it just kind of built and built. And then when I had all of that, I still didn't know what to do. So I actually looked around for someone who was like a, an author coach um, and went to her and said, hey, this is where I'm at and this is my story. Do you think it's interesting or not? Because if you don't, that's okay. But, you know, if it is, maybe we should put a book together. And she was really, really excited about the concept and, you know, the journey and all that sort of thing. So she helped me kind of draw out a little bit more info and weave it all together. But it was a great process to put together. And I think that um, it's pretty unique. You know, it's it's sort of been written as a workplace health guide that people can use to, to manage their own um, 
health in the workplace. And we talk about in that not only sitting and standing, but we cover, um, you know, stress, nutrition and those sorts of things and how that also um, can filter into your day and little ways to combat that. So we've also talked to, you know, meditation gurus and, and um, yoga teachers and, and those sorts of things. So it's a pretty broad um, book that talks about workplace health really. That's great, Daniel. And then there's so many great topics there that are so important in the office. Um, and if we come back to the the Movi workstation, because I know that's really important, we want to talk about that. And, and I feel like I just want to point out to people that it's Movi, like M-O-V-I, because when Marcus was first telling me about it, I was kind of humming along to these chilled out tunes in my head and then realized that it wasn't Movi, it was Movi. So I just want to make sure everyone else gets that too. That's it. And uh, but t- tell us about what makes a good stand-up desk because you've obviously spent a lot of time sure. and effort putting yours together and it's got some really yep. cool features um, that people may not get if they're looking at other stand-up desks. So tell us, what are the keys to making a really good stand-up desk? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, this this sort of process um, of working out what was needed came, came about. We've been designing this product for about two years, so it's been a pretty lengthy process and some of the differences that we are offering in this product compared to what's out there on the market is first off ergonomics. That was the really, the really important thing for us. So um, I guess two, two perspectives on that one is the, um, the standing height that you can get. So this elevates up to a standing height of 44 centimeters and that's uh, something that caters for people as tall as six foot four. So covers most of the population, whereas most of the products out there, stop at about 30 or 35 and that's only sort of good for about five foot ten so a lot of people miss out and I was actually working in an office where we had some standing desks and a lot of the guys in there were uh, you know six foot plus and and they actually wouldn't use them they they had them we'd bought them for them and then they would just leave them flat so um, so this gives you that height it also gives you an electric uh, adjustment system so you can actually type in the exact amount of standing height that you need so your ergonomist friend can actually measure someone up and say you're five foot nine you should be on 27 centimeters program and that in hit a button that elevates up then recalls that every single time so you don't have to guess you, you know that you've got that precision every time and then and then also the space so this is a pretty big platform it's um it's over a metre wide and it's just a single platform. It adds a couple of centimetres onto your existing desk and all of the, the, the sort of mechanics and um, lifting mechanism bits are hidden and concealed sort of underneath. So it's just like a, a really thin, flat surface with an electric motor built into it and that gives you a lot of workspace. So you're not sort of restricted and it suits people using, um, you know, using Macs, two monitors, if they're drawing, if they're using... Uh, drafting sort of tools and that sort of thing it's quite a flexible amount of space so we tried to design it so that people adopt this new idea of standing at work because what we found was that people are into the idea but then uh, if they haven't got the the sort of convenience or something that suits them they're not really going to make the transition and they end up sort of going back to their old behavior of just sitting and and, and giving up on this new idea so trying to make it as as ergonomic as sort of elegant with the design and as spacious as possible so that it's a really convenient product to use. That's great. I love the fact that it just automatically comes up to exactly the right height. But, you know, do you find you have trouble with people like Damien who have a tendency to add a couple of inches when they're talking about their body? 
<laughs> I wonder where you're going to go with this. You said, I've got one more question. I'm like, oh, what's he going to say? <laughs> oh, there it is. Look, unfortunately, I'm not in the six foot category. I'm sort of like the 5'10. I try and, you know, go off oh, 5'10 and a half, yeah, but, I'm you know, I'm, 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 I'm sort of below that threshold. So, <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Dave. I couldn't Bruno's, help myself. Bredo's predicted that Richmond's going to get done by 40 points. He's also had a go at me. I'll tell you what, Bredo. The next time you and I are doing a podcast, you are in for it. I'll tell you well, what. I've got one more for you today, though, Damien. Oh, here we go. Because <laughs> we had the we had the singing coach on a couple of weeks ago, Damien. Oh, so did, I think yes, after we've wrapped up this episode, yes. I think just a little rendition of Red and Black would be appropriate as red, well. Red and Black. Sorry, what are we? Yellow and black, sorry. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that was bad. Yellow and black. <laughs> That's a Port Adelaide fail, that one. I've got to tell you. <laughs> Yellow and black. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But let's just wrap this up. Um, I'm, I'm really glad, Dan, that we've had an opportunity to talk about this. I know the Wellness Couch uh, will benefit from listening to this, and the Wellness Guys, all of our audience will just absolutely love it. And uh, I, I can't wait to get one of these. I'm uh, so excited. I really am looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, I've since you and I spoke a couple of weeks ago on 100 Not Out, I've been standing up doing podcasts. So I'm standing Standing up doing this podcast, yeah, it's really good. I'm really liking it, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting the stand-up desk, and I'll be sharing it with everybody. And I think that people should go to moviworkspace.com. So M-O-V-I workspace.com. Check it out, Dan, because that's where it, where it all is. And I, I noticed that there's a little pop-up there that that says, you know, buy one now and, and go and check it out. So that's easy enough for people. But there's some other things that are part of the of the actual package itself. You know, there's uh, a timer there that tells you when you got to get moving, which is great. I know you've got uh, provision for other design you know modifications like cabling and um app development all that sort of stuff so it's a really exciting time for you and i just want to congratulate you on such a great product it looks fantastic yeah thanks very much really appreciate it i mean the support's been awesome so um we've had a lot of positive feedback we've been doing trade shows and exhibitions locally over the last few months and people are really really into it so just looking forward to finally getting this product made bring it out there and, and then you know bring it into workplaces and trying to bring better health into the workplace yeah it's exciting mate well congratulations and all the best i hope it all goes very very well for you i'm looking forward to it i know brett's looking forward to getting one as well and he'll be there barefoot um won't need to rub on that that's what's going to happen nice that's good best <laughs> they look slick too Dan. they're almost too stylish yeah. for me Dan. actually they're not so. they're very macified <laughs> they're definitely not pc but uh they're definitely macified but, uh, i love it love the design components so thanks again dan i look forward to uh, chatting with you in the future and, and thanks for joining us in the wellness guys great stuff thanks very much guys really appreciate it Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of The Wellness Guy Show. We hope you love the new feel. Remember to continue to interact with us and tell us what you thought of this and other episodes. Please head to facebook.com forward slash thewellnessguys and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. This is the way that we get to share our message with the world. For more information about Bredo and all that he's up to, please head to drbredhill.com.au. And to find out more about me, head to damienchristoff.com. Until we meet again, continue to bring wellness into your life and we'll join you next time on the Wellness Guys Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.